This is a story about an all but forgotten Italian opera and its author, Lorenzo da Ponte, opera's bona fide bad boy and the first professor of Italian at Columbia. All that is fascinating enough on its own, and if you don't know the story of Lorenzo da Ponte, who wrote librettos for operas like Così fan tutte and Don Giovanni, it's a great story. But also, guess where this opera is being performed? Here, in the very building where this podcast is produced, Low Library. I'm Acacia O'Connor, this is The Low Down, and today we're going down, downstairs to the opera. So a group of about 50 performers is here from the Cagliari Opera Theater. Uh, Cagliari is the capital of the Italian island of Sardinia. They're putting on this performance of Lorenzo da Ponte's final work, L'Ape Musicale, which is in English, the musical B. He wrote it when he was in his late 80s. The performers are here, you can hear them. They're here for 5 p.m. because they have to rehearse. They've never rehearsed in this space before. Uh, And the show is in just over two hours. because Low Library is basically a bunch of offices during the day, the time that they could get in was right before this performance. Let's see what this is about. Can you just introduce yourself? Oh yes, sure. Uh, my name is Giuseppe Gerbino. I'm a professor of uh, uh, music, uh, historical musicology, in particular here in Colombia. Professor Gerbino is the force behind this event. He's been organizing it for over a year, and he's been at Columbia for almost 20 years. I came to Colombia in 2001, and I'm not as old as the pond. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with a little luck. With a little luck, maybe. That is true. Yes. That is true. Maybe with a little luck. <laughs> We were discussing, you know, this project that this is the kind of work that has to come back to New York and that Colombia would be the ideal place for the return of Lape Musicale to New York. Well, um, you know, we were looking at different spaces here on campus and so on. And when I took Claudio Razzi, the general manager of the theater, to see uh, Low Library, uh, we both uh, thought that that uh, was going to be the space, in part because uh, his idea was immediately to create a site-specific production of this opera in which, uh, in a very simple and in a very basic way, Law Library itself uh, would be the stage. <laughs> Has there ever been an opera performed in Low Library, to your knowledge? I can't imagine. (laughs) I think that may be another first. As far as I know, and I may be wrong, I don't think there was ever an opera performed in uh, Low Library. Until now. 
On October 15th and 17th, a troupe of Sardinian musicians filled the cavernous neoclassical rotunda of Lowe Library with its music. I've been to a lot of events in Lowe over the years, and this was maybe the most magical. You know, we, we conceived this project from the very beginning as, first of all, as a form of cultural exchange. In part because there's this great, in a way, story behind the Ponte himself. The De Ponte history is one of my favorite unknown corners of Columbia history. Because mm-hmm. he was Mozart's librettist, the right? Rest. And Exactly. So De Ponte had quite a life, I would say, because De Ponte was indeed, uh, I mean, he was really the most influential and the most important librettist of his generation, and one could really argue in the history of opera. He was uh, very much uh, instrumental in the development of comic opera in uh, the 1780s, and of course is uh, famous for his collaboration with Mozart. But Da Ponte was both a poet, but also a bit of an impresario, Mm -hmm. a businessman. He had a lot of ideas on how to promote a theater. Not many of his ideas were actually successful. (laughs) So he got into trouble in different ways. He was actually banned from Venice because of some of his teachings and I would say his lifestyle. Eventually, pretty much went bankrupt. (laughs) After Lorenzo da Ponte went bankrupt, he tried his luck in New York City. His first job in the city was not in music, it was selling groceries. Uh, So he went from being a poet at the Imperial Court of Vienna to working as a grocer, and then he was also supplementing his income, uh, selling books. Uh, and eventually, in 1885, was offered uh, you know, the position to teach uh, in Italian. And indeed, that was the first uh, uh, professorship of Italian in the United States. At the end of his life, De Ponte wrote the musical B, Lape Musicale. The music is a pastiche, meaning a medley of different works, a pasticcio. It's metatheatrical, a commentary on the world of theater itself that De Ponte had inhabited much of his life. So what you see in the Ape Musicale, the musical B, in the plot, is the making, the creation of the op itself. So it's a, the, the creation of the opera itself is the opera. Oh, interesting. Very postmodern. Very postmodern. It actually <laughs> says if the 81-year-old Da Ponte is uh, looking back at the business of opera with a fair amount of self-irony, because again, the, the, the characters in the opera are, you know, there's a singer, the, the librettist, the impresario, and it's really the word of people who were involved in the creation of opera, and these are the characters in the opera. So there is an autobiographical element. Uh, even the fact that the opera, this opera, is coming back to the U.S. after again 188 years, it is a little bit symbolic of what was this idea 
of the dissemination of this, you know, this product that is, you know, a, you know, a musical and artistic artifact that travel the way the Ponte traveled actually in order to uh, write his works and uh, to produce and promote uh, uh, opera and literature. <laughs> People are gonna like it. I I think so. It's a it's, it's a comedy. It's a fun to watch, and uh, those uh, who like opera will recognize uh, some of the greatest uh, hits of the times. And those who are not familiar with them, uh, maybe will, they will discover some of these uh, great you know arias, which is a little bit again. Uh, the idea probably the Ponte had to showcase, you know, the Italian opera here in the U.S. For those of you who didn't make it to the musical B, you're in luck. For the remaining minutes of this podcast, we're giving you a taste of what you missed. But first, if you're one of our artsy listeners, I have good news. Our next episode is going to talk about an exciting new exhibit at the Wallach Art Gallery on the Manhattanville campus. It's called Posing Modernity, the Black Model from Manet and Matisse to Today. It's a really incredible exhibit, groundbreaking and one of a kind, and we're really excited to tell you more about that very soon. Until then, The Lowdown is a collaboration of the Office of Communications and Public Affairs and the Columbia Alumni Association. I'm your host, Acacia O'Connor. Visit us at columbia.edu. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher.
Faccia subito, col tuo solito fuoco mongibellico, una specie di dramma, una cantata, un'azione teatrale o dunque simile per la piccola nostra compagnia, ove con qualche effetto si introduca questa nostra novella virtuosa e si vegga ad ognun tutto il suo merito. Tutto questo può farsi in un concerto? No, signor, nei concerti non mi alcun interesse. Udite un poco quello che io vi propongo. Ogni cantante fa me quei pezzi via che cantar vuole. In altre parole introdurrò lì poscia mio capriccio nel dramma che farò. Sarà un pasticcio, e ben sarà un pasticcio, ma di tanti piacevoli ingredienti che gustato sarà da tutti i denti. E che noi chiameremo con frase teatrale tecnicamente l'ape musicale. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
nostro Rossini, l'idolo di quest'isola e del mondo, e il maestro di moda, e quanto il gran Mozart s'ammira e loda. Se fanno sperare, non ci avrei proprio gusto, è un duetto che per me sembra fatto.
polvon di terra. Prendi pure, prendi fiato, seguitar poi si potrà, seguitar poi si potrà. Prendi pure, prendi fiato, prendi fiato, prendi fiato, seguitar poi si potrà. Prendi pure, prendi fiato, seguitar poi si potrà, poi si potrà. Senza, senza cerimonie, alla buona vengo avanti, riverisco tutti quanti. Sembrato in verità, 